Hi, and welcome, everybody, to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a film called Insidious. Okay. I thought when I went in that it was going to be insipid instead. Insipid, ludicrous. To me, finally, we have a horror film that the entire family can boo. Let's face it, this is a ghost story of sorts. Mm -hmm. It stars Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne as Josh and Renee Lambert. They are an attractive couple. They've just moved into an old house with their son, Dalton played by Ty Simpkins. Dalton falls off a ladder and he goes into a coma and we're, of course, very worried about that, as anybody would be. But then, son of a gun, things start happening in this house. Doors open when they're not supposed to. We hear banging and scraping and moaning and we see shadows outside the window. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Renee, again played by Rose Byrne, is so terrified by this, finally, Mm -hmm. that she says to her husband, I don't want to stay in this house anymore. And so he automatically automatically says, okay, and they rent a new house. Yeah, move again. Yes, but nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Somebody is haunting them. Mm -hmm. And so finally, they go to Josh Lambert's mother, Lorraine, played by Barbara Hershey. Mm -hmm. And Barbara Hershey says, "Uh uh-oh, I think I know what's going on. I think I can help. I have a friend named Elise. Mm -hmm. And Elise is played by an actress we have never seen before, I don't think. And we'll never see again. Probably not. Her name is Lynn Shea. She is a middle-aged lady, and she has two assistants that kind of trail along after her named Spex and Tucker. And they are ghostbusters, really. And when they get into this house, Elise gets very, very concerned Mm -hmm. because people aren't haunting the house. They're haunting the little boy. Ooh. Ooh, because he is apparently a time traveler. He's doing astral projection, actually. And what they're trying to do, these evil spirits, Mm -hmm. is to trap him and suck him into where they all live. And this is an area which they refer to as the further. Uh huh. You know, this is one of the worst (laughs) movies. This offering from the director, James Wan, is a one flick, packing about as much punch as the lemonade at a church social. Look, this is tame stuff. This isn't even good horror movie. This isn't even bad schlock. This is just boring and very tame. It reminded me of a bad afternoon at Disneyland's Haunted House. (laughs) <laughs> I used to love going through that particular ride. Sure. But this wasn't as scary as that. This was absolutely silly. This is the most PG-rated movie I've seen in decades. There was nothing frightening about it. The ghouls and the ghosties and the boogeymen and all these people that jump out and are supposed to shock you are wearing costumes that look like they came from Target's Halloween costume <laughs> sale. <laughs> I've seen kids coming to my front door saying trick-or-treat that were scarier than anything I saw up on the screen. This is really, really tame. There's nothing horribly frightening about the movie, and therefore I didn't think the film had any worth whatsoever. Okay. I thought the acting was atrocious. I think that they did the best that they could, both Rose Byrne and Patrick Wilson, his mom and dad, Josh and Renee. They're professional, but what they were given to do was very limp. And Barbara Hershey wasn't given much to do either. Then you have Lynn Shea as the psychic. She's supposed to come in and inject some seriousness into all of this stuff that's going on. She looked more like a bookkeeper or some old maid school principal 
principal than an actress playing an experienced daffy psychic. No thank you to Insidious. Okay. I don't completely agree with you, although I agree about a lot of things. I thought the acting was dreadful. I thought that the script needed more work. But there were moments in this film that, although I wasn't frightened, I haven't been frightened in a movie since The Exorcist, Mm -hmm. but I think there were moments in this film that made people jump or made people kind of be on the end of their seats. A lot of it was special effects. Okay. And some of it towards the end of the film was when they actually send Josh, the father, the Patrick Wilson character, Mm -hmm. into the further to search for the spirit of his son. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of scary and kind of... Suspenseful, maybe? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, not to me. I kept thinking about Zelda Rubenstein in Poltergeist. Well, this is basically a Poltergeist kind of film without the talent. You know, I couldn't stand (laughs) the fact that this psychic brings in a couple of bumbling Ghostbusters. They are so inept and they are so unfunny and they didn't belong in this movie anyway. You'd think they just came from a soundstage nearby where they were shooting some kind of comedy flick and that they wandered into this movie by mistake. I mean, they brought nothing to it and it was a wrong note. It was the wrong tone. It didn't belong in this film unless, of course, you're going to be doing a comedy thriller and that's not what this movie was all about. I wish it had been. I wish it had been. Then there's the other annoyance in the film, which is there's a little baby girl in this film. She couldn't be more than six or seven months. This child cries throughout the film. Now, I don't blame her because I would have been sobbing too if I had been on that set. But it was so annoying. This child cried and cried. And then there's Dalton. The poor child only had about three minutes on screen, but that he doesn't lapse into this coma. And frankly, he was the luckiest actor in the whole bunch because he didn't have to be there. He was in some alternative universe with his soul wandering around trying to get back into the action. I wanted to say, don't bother. Stay where you are. Stay in this world called Further. Don't come back to the soundstage where this terrible movie, Insidious, is being filmed. By the way, almost all the actors who played the evil spirits, and we don't identify any of them, but if you look at the beginning credits, they were all either the writer or the set decorator or the Oh, this movie was done on the cheap. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And an awful lot of, especially towards the end, was shot in the dark. And you thought, what the heck is going on up there? That was smart because then I didn't have to look at it. You know, this movie (laughs) by James Wan, it's just silliness to the nth degree. There was nothing about it really and truly less that would make you shake and quake. If you really want to see a movie that's scary, Rent Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. That's perfect for you, Les. Well, listen, I loved that movie. (laughs) I loved everything that Abbott and Costello did. I wished that Abbott and Costello were the two Ghostbusters in this film. That would have made some sense. And I feel sorry for all the shock mavens out there who wait eagerly for the next Saw or for the Scream series. This is not one of them. This is too insipid, too ludicrous to even be a contender in that genre. I'm going to say red light the nonsense. But if you're into renting rock and flicks about families moving into new digs, check out The Shining. That's a great flick. That is a great flick. Okay. There were some moments in this film that I felt were artfully 
concocted to make people jump in their seats. Not to frighten them necessarily, but, oh, what happened? A lot of it was a blast of music or a blast of sound and some of the strange sounds that these evil spirits were making. You're a nice, kind man. Do you know that, Les? I am a very nice really human being. You really sweet person. Everybody send me a present because I am a very nice guy. <laughs> and because of that, I'm not going to give this a red light, Anne. Oh, Mainly my, because my, I had my, such my. a great time listening to you mm. talk about it okay. today. All right. I'm the bad guy. You're the good guy. Okay. I'm going to give this a very, very flickering, almost dead yellow light. Okay. Okay? That's your call. Are we still friends? Yes, we are. Very course. good. One red light mm -hmm. and one yellow light for Insidious. Okay. Oh, well, I hope that next time we review a movie, Anne, we're going to be closer to our appreciation of it, as right. we are frequently. So, until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we all run into you in the dark, that you'll be having a great and scary time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.